You're listening to the Meeting Midway Podcast, a podcast of Midway United Methodist Church in Alpharetta, Georgia, featuring Pastor Jenny Andoni. Over the course of the podcast, we'll hear how the church relates to the real-world issues that matter to you and how God loves us all. And now, let's meet Midway. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Midway United Methodist Church. We're so glad to have you here, both worshiping in person and online. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be celebrating uh, with a lot of music, uh, worshiping our Lord, and celebrating and uh, honoring Jane, who has been in his service here at this church um, for so many years. So, uh, without much further ado than the ever slightly late Miss Jane Scudder. <laughs> She's social. She needs to be amongst the people. (laughs) But please stand and uh, join us in our first song of the day, uh, Let It Rise.
whoa. The band's back together. Yeah, the band's here, the whole band. And we, we have our new drummer. This is John. John. Welcome to John. This is the first time we've had a full house in 14 months. But it's, it's great to have those of you here in person as well as those online. If you're online, we ask if you would to please register uh, using the online form. also want to mention to you um, our conference. There's been a little, little bit of controversy this week, which you may have saw in the news. And uh, we've added a tab to our website um, with some specific resources that you can go to to explain to you uh, the controversy that's happened with the projected appointment at Mount Bethel, and hopefully that'll help you understand the situation. Let us now continue to worship our Lord in this service of song. Uh, hold on, hold on a second, Ron. Ron. I apologize ahead of time for all the music. <laughs> Because it's a lot. So you guys don't feel like you need to stand up the whole time. You can sit down, have lunch, whatever you need to do. Because it's like 14 songs. And I totally understand if you can't stand and sit. So I'll sit you for some of them, the quieter ones. But do what you need to do to worship. Because we're just up here having a good time, pretty much. So uh, the next song. Oh, and also I picked three scriptures that kind of tie the songs together. Uh, Grant's going to do one. Emmy's going to do one. And Morgan's going to do one. So that's your homework is to see if you can figure out how they tie together. All right. Okay. This dragon desert land, I tell myself, keep walking on. Here's something up ahead, water falling like a song. In the everlasting stream, your river carries me home. Let it flow, let it flow. One, two, three, four. All my For my soul, oh well, that never will run dry. I've rambled on my own, never believing I would find. In everlasting stream, your river carries me home. Let it flow. Strong like a river, your 
comes from John 4, 13, verses 13 through 14. Jane asked that I read from the message this morning. Jesus said, everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again and again. Anyone who drinks the water I will give, I give will rest, never thirst, not ever. The water I give will be an artisan spring within gushing fountains of endless life. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Amy. My knees again. Forgiveness is like sweet, sweet honey on my lips, like the sound of a symphony to my ears, like holy water on my
I don't want to abuse your grace. God, I need it every day. It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change. Everybody. I don't want to abuse your grace. God, I need it every day. It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change. One more chance. I don't want to abuse your grace. God, I need it every day. It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change your forgiveness. It's like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. Like the sound of a symphony to my ears. Like holy water. second scripture reading is from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and this is verses 15 through 21, and it's also in the message. It says, our firm decision is to work from this focus center. One man died for everyone. That puts everyone in the same boat. He included everyone in his death so that everyone could also be included in his life. A resurrection life, far better life than people ever lived on their own. Because of this decision, we do not evaluate people by what they have or how they look. We looked at the Messiah that way once, and we got it all wrong, as you know. We certainly don't look at him that way anymore. Now we look inside, and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. The old life is gone, and a new life emerges. Look at it. All of this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and him and then called us to settle our relationships with each other. God put the world square with himself through the Messiah, giving the world a fresh start by offering forgiveness of sins. God has given us the task of telling everyone what he is doing. We are Christ's representatives. God uses us to persuade men and women to drop their differences and enter into God's work of making things right between them. We're speaking for Christ himself now. Become friends with God. He is already a friend with you. How, you ask? In Christ. God put the wrong on him who never did anything wrong so we could be put right with God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Most of these songs were requests. That we're doing, um, and this one was requested by Morgan. In the crushing 
All right, I think we got to stand for this one. This is a big one. Yeah. 
We've all found ourselves worn out from the same old fight. We've all run to things we know it just ain't right. Well, there's a better life. There's a better
how your mercy has saved my soul and now your freedom is all that I know the old name Sin was heavy, the chains break at the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan. Now you call me a citizen of heaven. When I was broken, you were my I forgot I'm wearing Grant's voice out. We're like, come on, next song. Let's go. Get some uh, water. This next song is the very first song that was ever my solo at Midway. Because I was just playing. I wasn't really singing much. <clears throat> and I see some people that came, the Caudill family. This warms my heart. She used to, Doug used to sit back there and cry when I would sing this. So, Doug, I'm ready. And Don Sepulveda would cry. I see him in the back when I would sing this. And uh, so we had to lower the key. I'm a little bit older <clears throat> than I used to be. But uh, the power of your love was a staple of the praise band in the 80s, right? No, 90s. I don't know. It's been so long, I don't even know. But this is an oldie. Let's see, 1992, my one says. the power of your love. 
Let us now go to God in prayer. It is good to sing praise to you and to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. For you make us glad by your deeds, O God. So we sing for joy at the work of your hands. St. Augustine said that to sing is to pray twice. Indeed, when words fail us, music offers a way to pray and praise you, O God. On this Music Sunday, we give you thanks for the gift of music you have given to singers, pianists, instrumentalists, vocalists, music directors, who offer their gifts and lead us in the musical expressions of our faith. Today we especially give thanks for Jane's ministry 
for her dedicated service to Midway for 24 years. We thank you for her faithfulness in using the gifts you have given her and for her diligence in honing these gifts to lead us in worship that brings honor and glory to you. Today we pray for those who may find it difficult to sing because of uncertainty, loneliness, worry, grief, or sickness. Remind us that there is always a song, always a lyric, always a tune through which you speak to our heavy hearts through your Holy Spirit. Today we pray for the people of India and other countries where COVID is raging and health systems are overwhelmed. May the world come to their aid with a generous supply of vaccine. We offer to you our song of lament for the brokenness and pain of your creation due to the violence of fallen humanity. We pray for those who grieve because of assault and gun violence across our land. We pray for this church in our search for the staff to equip us in our ministry together for the future. We pray for our United Methodist Church in this time of dissension as it seeks to discern its future and follow your call to love and holiness of life. Lord, hear the songs of your people today. Songs of peace, songs of healing, songs of justice, songs of hope, songs of praise lifted in love to you. For those of us who can't sing harmony or who feel self-conscious when singing, thank you for your word in scripture that says even a joyful noise is pleasing to you. With one voice now, united by your love and spirit, we pray in the name of your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I have the privilege of reading our next uh, scripture. Um, It is also from the message uh, translation of Psalm 30. I give you all the credit, God. You got me out of that mess, and you didn't let my foes gloat. God, my God, I yelled for help, and you put me together. God, you pulled me out of the grave, gave me another chance at life when I was down and out. All you saints, sing your hearts out to God. Thank him to his face. He gets angry once in a while, but across a lifetime, there is only love. The nights of crying your eyes out give way to days of laughter. When things were going great, 
I crowed, I've got it made. I'm God's favorite. He made me king of the mountain. Then you looked the other way, and I fell to pieces. I called out to you, God. I laid my case before you. Can you sell me for a profit when I'm dead? Auction me off at a cemetery yard sale when I'm dust to dust? My songs and stories of you won't sell. So listen and be kind. Help me out of this. You did it. You changed wild lament into whirling dancing. You ripped off my black mourning band and decked me with wild flowers. I'm about to burst with song. I can't keep quiet about you, God, my God. I can't thank you enough. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I searched the world, but it couldn't fill me. Man's empty praise treasures the pain I never know. And you came along and put me back together. Every desire is now satisfied here in your love. Oh, there's nothing better than you. Oh, there's nothing better than you, Lord. There's nothing. Nothing is better.
Okay, let's stand back up. say this for 14 months. When we get to sing a little louder, I want to hear some singing a little louder. Okay? Let's raise the hallelujah. 
This next to last song, I promise, um, caused some grown men burst into tears. Is Buck here? 
Okay, Buck, you ready? You ready to cry? Okay, here we go. All my hope is in who? Jesus.
Y'all can be seated. Well, I haven't been nervous until right this second. I'm not going to lie. Can I go here? Is this okay? All right. Well, my... Thank you, Ron. From the back corner comes Ron Stanley on acoustic. Neil Dodson on electric. Mike Dalton on bass. John McKnight on drums. Grant Butler on singing. And Jane Scudder on the keys. Phew. Well, what a day. Uh, what, what a 24 years, actually, is what I've been thinking this week. Anybody that's Facebook friends with me knows that I got a little inspirational yesterday thinking about the humility that that hill, Sawtooth Pass, Bethelview, Greenway, took me down. Um, and that ministry in itself is a humbling experience. Um, but working through several pastors and... Um, Lots of transition, people moving away that I love dearly and new folks coming in that I fall in love with too. Um, it's, it's, it's brought me to my knees sometimes. But the scripture today that was part of the lectionary, which falls right into place, which is what I want to talk about today, is from 1 John chapter 4, 7 through 12 and 19 to 21. Let's hear the word of God. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. We love because he first loved us. Those who say, I love God and hate their brother or sister are liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. The commandment we have from him is this, those who love God must love their brothers and sisters also. The word of God for the people of God. Most of you know that my mom passed away in 2007 of ALS, and that's a disease that when you're given that diagnosis, they give you two to five years to live. So she knew she was going to die soon, and she was very deliberate, and um, hey, Hess is, <laughs> I haven't seen y'all. Very deliberate about putting things um, together, getting her affairs in order, getting her will put together. So she's very specific about what she wanted all of us, the three of us, my brother and sister, to have. And my brother was charged with being the executor of the will, which he had never done before. And my parents were divorced. There's a stepdad with lots of other stuff. And he was overwhelmed with how to navigate the families, the two families. So he asked a good friend of his in Memphis where he lives to help him out, a family attorney. And he was giving him some advice, and he said, but I will caution you that your family will look like this. There's going to be squabbling over stuff. There's going to be fighting. That's not fair. I want that. No, I wanted. Mama told me I needed that. 
you know, and so on. And Lee either told her him then or he told him later that that's not how our family works, that we're here because we love each other. And love and relationship is the most important thing, not the stuff, not getting our way, not making sure things are equal or walking away. Oh, I got what I wanted. None of that. It's the humility. It's the, it's the humbleness of sharing life and sharing a family bond with people. And I love this scripture in that Jesus taught us to love our, our enemies even. He taught us to love the stranger. But in this passage, John is saying, but he's also commanded us to love each other in the family. What, no, whatever family that may be in, we are commanded to love each other. Because if this bond in this building, in your home, in your sports team, in your work office, wherever it is, if that bond is strong, then we can go outside and do some good stuff because we got it in here and we're doing it because of that. My devotional today, which I almost ran out the door and didn't do because I wanted to be here early and I thought, oh, I'm running late. No, I opened it up today and this was the first line. I can't read it because I don't have my glasses. Um, I'm not sure about that word. Uh, (laughs) True Humility, being joyful and perseverant love, is not born of duty, but of worshipful gratitude. Gratitude. For what? Because God loved us first. We're grateful for that love first, and we take that all in, and we understand in our core what that means, and then we can find joy in serving others in putting others' interests ahead of our own. Then you're not selfish anymore when you realize, oh, my gosh, I'm a sinner, and he loves us so much. He's provided so much for me. Now I'm going to turn around and do that for somebody else that may not have it. It's so much easier that way. So today on this Music Sunday and my last official Sunday as your worship minister, I say, Midway, well done, church, because you guys do it. Mark and I walked in here. Patty and Jim, this is y'all's moment. I was sitting, y'all raise your hands. We sat right there on the first Sunday of January 1997. We came in here with two little girls that are now two women. And we came in with them, put them in the nursery, of course, sat in these seats. We got there early. And then the couple in front of us who'd been here since time began was very nice. But after she told me very gently that those are our seats. And we sit there every week. And I go, oh, okay, Miss Campbell, Martha and Lee Campbell, if anybody knows them. Okay, so we didn't, in fact, we didn't come back to this service because she told us there's a service over there with guitars and drums. It's too loud for us, but y'all might, like y'all young folk, you might like that. So Mark and I got in the parking lot, and we're like, we're over there next week for sure. And we walked in, and Neil Dotson is up there on the guitar. So I'm giving a shout-out, the longest-serving praise band member, Neil Dotson. (laughs) So we came in there, and then shortly after that, Neil and I were in charge. Like, all of a sudden, we were picking songs out. They put me in charge. The next year, 1998, the choir director quits. Charles Robinson very quietly calls me in the office. Since you're playing for this, we'd like you to be the interim choir director. That was 24 years ago, right? I fell for that interim choir director stuff. 
And um, so that is the longest interim I've ever had. So I'm, we'll have to start another one, I guess. Um, but through those 24 years, Mark and I have witnessed and shared in and been a part of so many mountaintop experiences, so many great services and great mission opportunities and mission trips and walk to Emmaus's and folks that are getting fired up for God and coming back from that and serving and, and just so much good stuff. But we've also been a part of some pretty bad stuff, some human sinfulness, some every cliche thing that can happen to a church pretty much has happened here. But what do we do? What has Midway Church done? Does it squabble? Does it demand its own way? Does it want to stomp its feet and throw a pity party? Mm -mm. We bind together. We came together as Midway Strong each time. And in fact, we got stronger through those dark times, not through the happy times, because then we're telling God, oh, God, we got this, like the scripture said. We know what we're doing. But in the hard times, then we know who's really in charge. And Mark and I have witnessed that. We're a family, and I just pulled out a few verbs. We're a family who loves to serve, jumping in to help, welcome, shares joys and sadnesses with each other, gives very generously of time and money, hugs a lot, big hugging church here, smiles, a lot of smiling all the time, you name it. And people outside of our fold that come in, maybe for an upward moment or a scouting Sunday or something like that. They see it. They know it. So I started humming. Y'all know, we are family. I started thinking that song. Mike Dalton was singing to me the other night. I'm not going to sing the whole thing, but I did want to give you the, the first verse, which is us. Everyone can see that we're together as they walk on by. And we fly like birds of a feather. I won't tell you no lie. All the people around us, they say, can they be that close? Just let me state for the record, we're giving love in a family dose here at Midway. Can I get an amen from that? (laughs) Yeah. And this is biblical, too. We are living the body of Christ that Paul talks about. And, of course, I need to read this. This is from 1 Corinthians, just a few verses. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, as it is in Christ, for in the one spirit we are all baptized into one body. Jews are Greeks, slaves are free. My family's here, some will say Protestants and Catholics. <laughs> we're all one in the body, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with great honor. And our less respectable members are treated with greater respect. Whereas our more respectable members don't need this, but God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior member, so that there is no dissension within the body. But the members may have the same care for one another. And this is it for me. I love this. If one member suffers, we all suffer together. And if one member is honored, then we all rejoice together in it. You, Midway, are the body of Christ, and we are Midway Strong here. I've been asked with very, very tender and sweet spirit, what are we going to do? What's Midway going to do without you? And I've got a twofold answer. Number one, I'm not going anywhere. Our family is here. Jenny very graciously said she would be mad if we left. 
And so um, I will be serving as the Stephen leader alongside with Dana Dalton and Patty Ann Allen, and we'll be leading, leading our Stephen ministry team. And I'm also going to continue being the spokesperson or the contact person for the Walk to Emmaus retreat here. And I've also asked Jenny and our new associate if I can help with some congregational care. So I'll still be calling people and sending letters and cards and checking on you and hopefully visiting when things open up even more. But the second most important answer to that, what are we going to do, is, and this passage says it's so great, we are midway strong not because of just these hands, but because of the hands that prepare communion and set this table every, every week. You don't even see that happen. The people that sit up in the booth and are running the slides, doing the sound, filming us, you don't kind of pay attention to that now that we know what we're doing up there. Um, we used to pay attention, didn't we? The people that are downstairs with our kids, the people that teach Sunday school, the people that show up for Bible school, the people that clean those toilets this afternoon, the people that cook barbecue chicken and all the fixings twice a year. Tibbetts, the people that build and build and build. Every time I ask you to do something, Tibbetts shows up, build a stage, build a tent, build a, build a circus tent, build a swing. There's the swing. <laughs> Dave Tibbetts shows up, and he does that. He doesn't get any thank yous except from, from me. Those who move chairs and get set up, this room doesn't magically do that. We don't have a committee for that. And this past summer, I'm doing it this time, Dave. Biddle and Hugh and I showed up every Saturday before the Sunday and set up chairs so everybody could come on Sunday morning and worship. That's my job. That's not their job. Those hands are just as important. The quiet people on the prayer list or that are on the prayer team that you guys don't even know who they are, and they pray by name for everybody on the prayer list every week. That's indispensable. The people that pick up trash and send cards Everybody. So y'all see where I'm going with this? All the hands that come together in our body of Christ are equally as important as these hands and Jenny's hands. Equally as important. And we all do this together because we are midway strong. And we love each other and we love outside these walls because why? God first loved us. And that's what it comes down to. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't say... I'm, it's bittersweet today. Um, I will miss these hands not being in the music, but uh, God has set my, I almost did it, God has set me uh, on a path for these hands to be in other places, serving in other ways, but I'll still be here as a member of the, proud member of this church. And I thank you all for supporting and loving me and my family so perfectly. Thank you. So sing with me. We are family. I got all my people. I got all my people with me. We are family. Thank you, Mike. We are family. Get up, everybody, and sing. Get up, everybody, and sing. That's right. All right. And since we're up, we're going to do one more song. And um, this song is our offering song that we call it. It's a response to this word that you just heard. So however you give, if you give of your time, your talent, your gifts, your monetary gifts, your witness, 
give as generously midway as you always have because this church is it. This is the best church. (laughs) All right, we're going to sing one more song. We're going to build his kingdom. Say that. Come set your rule and reign in our hearts again. Increase in us, we pray. Unveil why we're made. Come set our hearts ablaze with hope, like wildfire in our very souls. Holy Spirit, come invade us now. We are your church. We need your power. Show your mighty 
like to ask y'all to be seated for a moment. I've been dreading this day for quite a while now. Jane was actually supposed to retire in December, but I begged and pleaded with her. I'm, I'm not too proud to beg y'all <laughs> for her to stay, and she graciously agreed to, and I'm so glad because uh, we're able to have the full band back, and for all of y'all to be present. It wouldn't seem right without a full house to uh, uh, worship God as we uh, send you on your way into other avenues of ministry. I also want to take this moment to say something about, to the band. Um, so, you know, our band is very faithful, um, you know, Aaron, our drummer, got moved to, he got a new job promotion and moved to Texas during the pandemic. We're glad to have John with us now. Um, Grant has gotten a new position, a new teaching position in Savannah, unfortunately. Uh, so he's only going to be with us about a month more, and he and Jane, y'all's voices uh, blend so well and sound so great together. And Mike and Dana have their house on the market and are going to be eventually moving to Chattanooga to be closer to family. And once uh, Sunday morning, about a month ago or so, Jane came in and said to me, Neil told me he's going to retire, I mean, from playing guitar. I was like, no, he's not. And I came right in here, and he was, he was right up there. And I said, Neil, you can't retire. What do you mean? I said, you can't do that to me. <laughs> and he said, you? I said, yes, me. Yes, me. Uh, and, you know, he's not hard to, you know, twist his arm. So he graciously agreed to stay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> And good old Ron, he's a stable one. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. <laughs> but y'all, the Lord is testing me, okay? <laughs> testing me to trust him to provide for this church. And so I know you'll be in prayer. But Jane, um, you know, you're not only extremely talented as a pianist and a singer, but it's a joy to work with you as we have prepared and uh, led worship. And um, the other thing about Jane, which you all know, is that she has a heart of a pastor. And that shines through in the way that she leads worship and the band and the choir. And so I'm so grateful that you're going to be helping us um, as a Stephen leader and with congregational care as Nancy Meeker uh, did with Midway for so many years, and uh, you're going to be a great asset 
in that way, and thank you for continuing to serve. But thank you for being, for me, an advisor, a confidant, an encourager. Um, it was very valuable to me, especially uh, over the time of transition and during a pandemic. <laughs> so this time I'd like to call on Sandy Lake, the our chair of our staff parish relations committee. And as she comes, I have a gift on behalf of the church to present to you, a love offering, which you can still give to, um, and just a token of our appreciation. So I have the privilege of representing all of you um, as Jane's church family. Our uh, gift to her, we um, can unveil the surprise now. I think they're going to show it on the screen. We've made a bench for you, and it um, is not pictured there in its current place. In its current place, it is underneath the big oak tree out front, and it says, in honor of Jane Scudder for 24 years of leading in worship blessing countless lives, and we added her favorite hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, but we want to thank her for her, thank, for her faithfulness for 24 solid years of blessing us in ways that we could not even have imagined 24 years ago. So thank you very much. Now, John Crane comes, a member of the choir who's been a member all that time uh, with Jane, and he's making a presentation on behalf of the choir. Got a little something here for you. You'll just hang on to it for just a second. Uh, yeah, I started, I think, a couple of years after you started uh, with the choir. and uh, So I've had the, the pleasure of, of getting to know Jane well and being one of my best friends. In, in my life, but uh, you know, just you have you have changed the dynamic of music here at Midway over the years. She just uh, she's a very special lady, and one other thing about her that probably every one of us has experienced is uh, if you're a new face that have walked through that door at any time over the last twenty something years, Jane made a beeline to you that day. Before, before you left premises, and she got to know a good bit about you. I know it happened to just about every one of us that's sitting in here today. And she, that's just the way she is. She loves everybody equally and, and just unconditional. And that's, that's who she is. It's an inscription on the back, on the back of this metrodome. Uh, it says, to Jane with love and deep appreciation from your MUMC music family. And it has Micah 6-8 on the back of it, 
with May 2nd, 2021. From each and every one of us, we love you. So we aren't done celebrating. Uh, following the benediction, everyone is invited to a reception outside uh, for, for Jane. And uh, also, is Danny going to be there too? Because Danny retired uh, during the pandemic, June of last year, and he's our pianist and traditional, and he'd been over 20 years with us as well, and he'll be there, so you'll want to greet Danny as well. Will you please stand for the benediction? Now may God go before you to guide you. May God go behind you to direct you. May God go beside you to befriend you. May God rest above you to protect you. May God rest below you to uphold you. And may God dwell within you to comfort you now and forevermore. Amen. There's a reception outside. If you have a chance to please go, Danny will be out. You've been listening to the Meeting Midway podcast from Midway United Methodist Church. The doors to our community are open to all, and we invite guests to join us at our services on Sunday. We have a traditional worship service at 8.30 a.m. in our historic chapel, an acoustic worship service at 9.45 a.m. in our historic chapel, and a contemporary service at 11 a.m. in our modern sanctuary. For more information, check us out online at midwayumc.org. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.